Hi, welcome to the Von Liter Podcast. You will watch us drinking one liters of beer whilst talking about shies. Please like and subscribe. Welcome to the Von Liter. Wenn du bitte aufgebaut bist, du Fluffy. You got beer on your crutch. We have got beer on the crutch over here. Yeah. Prost. Oh shit. I just, I basically just drank without prosting. That is very much bad luck, but. Uh, you know what? Dice this beer. Is. Dieses. Dieses beer is. Du, I forgot the word. Un, unglaublich. Unglaublich. This is beer is unglaublich. This beer is amazing. Original Hellas. That's what you want. Now, it's very difficult to translate that, you know? Because yeah. Hellas means light, mm -hmm. like the opposite of dark, mm -hmm. because they do a dark dunkel. version, dunkel. Mm -hmm. But Hellas, if you want to say it in English, I'll have a light beer, that means like low strength beer. So it's very difficult to translate. It's uh, I'll have a light beer. Well, I don't want it to be light. I want it to be full strength, but I want it to be light in color. Mm. Hellas. Look at this. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who probably don't like beer. And it, and if look, at the end of the day, it's rare, but I'm sure there is a there is a lot of blokes out there who just, you know, they'll probably drink it because, oh God, the, the fellas are mm. going to drink it, but they may not like it or they may be gluten intolerant. But at the end of the day, like, I no, no, no no beef with you fellas but just look at that that's just you can really see the hops in effect right can i tell you something though even people that don't this is a not... podcast all we do is tell each other <laughs> stuff <bro. laughs> please let me mm. um even people that don't are not into beer like we'll take my girlfriend for instance anna when i took her to germany she's not a big beer drinker but in Germany, I was like, look, you got to try this. And she was downing them. Like, you, if you're getting yeah. proper German beers with the Reinheitsgebot, the purity law, it's not really a law, but you're getting good beer. And it's going to be tasty to most people. Mm, so the Germans have a thing called the Reinheitsgebot. And it's mm -hmm. basically like an ancient tradition of, of uh, developing beer where they have to stick to certain guidelines, you know. Healthy, healthy materials are going in, not materials. Ingredients. Ingredients, that's it's, a word. It's, it's the, um, the no extra ingredients is the key thing. So yeah. it's, it's only, yeah, it's only the four main ingredients that you're allowed to use to call yourself. I don't know. Mm. I don't actually know what it is, but I know what it's about, mm. even though I'm the German. <laughs> so I was, I'll tell you a funny, oh man, it gets me every time. So my workmate was telling me about, um, he was just telling me about a story and he was just losing it. And do you know what's really fun when you see someone, like you could be with a, your partner or a family member or someone, you think you've seen every single facial expression, every single noise that's come out of them. And then one day, <laughs> even a friend or, you know, anyone that you've known for a long time, they'll do a noise or something. And you're like, I've, ne I've never heard you make that noise. I didn't, I've never seen you laugh that hard, you know? 
And you, you know, and you feel so successful because you're like, oh my god, I'm in the presence of you making this new laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know? Do you know the first time? Like, we all know. We all know. Like a handful of stoic people who rarely laugh, and mm. when you see them like going for it, like really belly laughing, it just enhances your life. You're like, <laughs> you know. But anyways, this dude, uh, I've only been working with him for about a month. He's he's new to the to the um, marketing team, and he was just losing it uh, yesterday. He's just losing it over this story he was telling me. And I was just like, he was like sweating. He was laughing so hard. And I was just, I tend to laugh even harder if someone's laughing hard and they have a wheeze. If someone's got the, <laughs> yeah. if someone has a wheeze, even if I could hate someone, if they had a wheezy laugh and they were like 10 meters away, I'm gone. I've just I'm got that. I've just got that one, one wheeze. There's no, oh, dude, I love your laugh. Like, <laughs> you got the steam <laughs> pipe. Out. <laughs> You got yeah. that old, you got that old like New York radiator fucking, the, the heater's busted. Yeah. You know? The kettle's ready. <laughs> the kettle, yeah. Mm. The whistle mm. on the kettle. And I thought about it and I was like, and he's saying it's his favorite story to tell. And I thought, oh man, you know what? I'd love to bring that up on the podcast. And I was like, what's a funny story I can tell? And I couldn't think of a funny story, but I thought, <laughs> I'm going to try to do this. I thought about something that whenever i try to explain it to someone it always made me laugh so i'll try to do this now there's an old show in the 90s you know martin lawrence mm. from um bad boys you know uh, will which, smith which, and the yeah, other guy yeah. he's martin, martin lawrence, lawrence. Yeah, yeah he does stand guy. up as well yeah, yeah yeah martin lawrence is a fucking yeah, yeah. legend so martin lawrence had a show back in the 90s called martin and it was basically a show about he he's like a radio tv host tv person uh radio personality sorry and he's, he's in detroit and he's got like a a group of mates and then he's got his partner and his partner's best friend and then like all these characters like there's a excuse me there's like a local karate like he plays all these characters like Eddie Murphy does in all these films so he plays like like white people and he plays this like really shady like horny fucking like creepy chick his neighbor across the road and like uh like the room across from him and um he plays this really funny karate character too. He's like, nah, money, money. you know, he's this funny dude. But there's this one character on the show. It, it, it isn't played by Martin. His name's, his name's Brahman. <laughs> like, bro, what's up, bro, Brahman? He's like this six foot five, just massive African-American dude. He's just huge. And like, I think the first episode that introduces Brahman, uh, like Mike Tyson was fighting. So like Martin had all these people over and they're all like in their chairs and Martin's just like, you know, here's chips and drinks. Don't fucking don't hit the lamp. Don't move this. He's just like patrolling everyone. <clears throat> and this random dude walt waltzes in. He's just like, Hey man, who are you? And he's just like, Oh, Hey man, I'm bra man. I live down the, down the street. I heard a fight song. Can I, like, he's like, I live in the building or something like that. Can I watch the fight? And Martin's like, all right, whatever. Just, you know, sit down, relax. And then like the whole episode, all the shit's gone. And then later on, bra man <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna laugh so this isn't gonna be as entertaining i think i've told this story so many times i think so i've laughed it out and you've got the pressure now you've yeah got the pressure of recording <laughs> yeah bra man martin lawrence sees bra man later on and the dude's wearing like a really tight sweater like he wasn't wearing the sweater early it's like it's like a child's sweater on him it's like real mm. tight and martin's like he's like nah, 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 yelling at these people and he's like bra man is that my is that my sweater and he's like yeah man it was a little draft in here so i put the sweater on he's like yeah it's like why didn't you ask me it's like five times too small and he's like he freaking out at brahman he's like getting to the point where he wants to punch on him like brahman's just like i could crush you he's just like sorry man i'll take it off and he's like don't take it off you'll rip it and like all this shit and then later on i think there was like another episode martin comes home where he's doing something and brahman comes out of his fucking shower we're using his towel he's like brahman 
Like, I think he had people over and Brian Man was there again. Yeah, like, yeah. Brian Man used his fucking shower and, like, comes out and he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, oh, man, I was a bit dirty, so I used his shower. And Dude. I just thought, like, I always, I always admire, like, Kramer, for instance, on Seinfeld. I would love to just live, live Kramer's life for a year in New York. Like, Kramer, he just doesn't care. He, like, anywhere he goes, he just has no fear. He has no shame. Like, he'll just go somewhere and, like, make a scene in the public place or he'll like scream at someone down the street and like like if you were if someone like cut you off or, or if you were walking down the street and someone stepped on your new shoe and then they kept walking really fast you turned around you'd kind of be like oh you fucking cunt you know yeah or you yourself yeah or yeah. you'd follow him and like talk to him you wouldn't be like hey what are you doing <laughs> you know like new yorkers would yeah, yeah. like kramer does that stuff and like bra here yeah, and bra man like they people who like opportunistic people like Oh, I'm a bit dirty. I'm at some random place. I'm just gonna fucking go have a shower in the thing. Like, dude, there's love people. That. There's people out there that are like that. Yeah. There's people that just full on make themselves at home. Like, and part partially it's like good on you, but the other part is probably if you're the owner of the place and you're like, Not I don't even expense. know this guy. Like, what's his towel doing wrapped? Like, what's my towel doing wrapped around his <laughs> naked body right now? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, you'd be. <laughs> wouldn't you absolutely fuming it's it's difficult it's difficult i don't know we, we might get deep for a second but empathy i remember being a kid <clears throat> and just like having buckets of empathy buckets mm. and like an, a well of empathy i have like i have an unlimited amount of empathy for animals i don't care what stage in my life it's ever been mm -hmm. if i see an injured animal i fucking just go to go to water you know especially obviously domesticated animals because we're a lot closer yeah, yeah. Them, but like you know if, <clears throat> but, but if um, you see an injured human you're like ah yeah yeah i'm just like oh shit are you right yeah okay well, yeah like, but, that but dude, I'm, I'm good though, that like, is empathy yeah but i'm like when it comes to when it comes to like humans though dude like i'm good like like do you do you know fallout no nah. it's like uh fallout was like that that game you know the game fallout yeah uh okay no, yeah wait. maybe yeah for, yeah, Fallout, New Vegas. Is probably. Fallout? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like Beth, Bethesda. It's like uh, the people who do Skyrim and stuff. Mm. On that game, if you do good things, it has like karma points. It's like... Bring, oh, they one do color. that on, on like... Negative karma as well. On like Red Dead Redemption. Oh, true, well. yeah. You know, the Western one. Yeah. yeah. But dude, I, 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 I've earned a lot of karma points. Like, you know, I'll be walking down the street and there'll be like an old woman needing to help carry groceries. I'll do it. I won't even think about it. I won't be like, oh, fuck, this is inconvenient. Like, I'll just mm. be like, oh, do you need a hand? But it's, and, like, it's things like that. But like, so I'd have, I'd have, sorry to cut you off. I'd have no problems with helping other people out. If I, if a human being was hit by a bus and they were still breathing, I'd like oh. pick them up, you know, make sure I don't move them. So their, you know, vertebrae is not destroyed. Yeah. I'd take, take my shirt off and wrap it under, put it under their head. If it's cold, I'd take a jumper off, put it over and call the air, scream. So that there's no drama in like doing the right thing. I think most human beings would do the right thing. There is, there is different. I feel like there's different reactions to that sort of thing because witnessing that sort of thing is not a normal thing like some people would go like into shock but yeah. that's what i was about to bring up it's like if you see a an accident of some sort like car crash it doesn't necessarily have to be hit by a bus but a car crash might not be that serious like you i would like to think that i would go up and i would try and help somewhere i'd be like you're right i've only ever witnessed a couple of minor accidents like i remember we were driving to this it was actually a work thing we went to this work four-wheel driving thing on some island and we were driving there down this highway and 
we came across this truck pulled over and this like little SUV pulled over with the front smashed in. And we actually, we pulled over because we were one of the first there. There might've been two other cars pulled over. And I remember running up and I'm, the door was already open. There was this really old guy and he looked oh, quite no. frail. And he was, he had a bit of blood out of his nose. Like he was okay. He was conscious. Was he kind of just like sitting there like, no, he was like, oh, he was very confused as to what was going on. So I don't know whether he fell asleep, but he, he rammed the truck. Like he rammed into the back of the truck. So he must've either fallen asleep with his foot on the accelerator and sped up because he hit it quite hard. And this was a highway. So I'm very confused as to what happened or the truck had to break for something, but he he was okay, but his leg was like wedged under the dash. So like his foot was on the ground on the floor of the car and his knee was like pressed under the dash. So, so the front of the car was buckled down into his leg. Like was smashed. Um, I think it's just the way he went forward. His knee would have gone forward and just got wedged. Oh, not the knee. So we couldn't get the his leg out. It was like a stick with pressure on either side. So, and we just said to him, we're like, don't try and get out. And I was like, what's like, let's make sure he's safe. And, um, I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm going, what's that noise? The car was still running. I was like, what? This front end smashed in the engine's still running. I'm like, okay, switch the engine off. I'm like, all good. I checked for leaks. I'm like, make sure it's not going to go up in flames or something. And someone's like, we've already called, um, triple zero. And I was like, okay, cool. And we just made sure he was fine. And then we were like, all right, well, this there's not much more we could have done. So then we just like left because there was two people already there that must have witnessed it. And they're like, yeah, we'll stay here for statements and stuff if, if we need to. But I think that sort of thing, most people will do that. And Decency, that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about when we were talking about crying, like watching like those faith in humanity videos where something goes wrong and then you see just people rushing out of storefronts and just to help. And you're like, oh, beautiful like mm. everyone's just there to to lend a hand mm. dude i remember in primary school i think i was in maybe year two or three i think i was in year three actually so in the first two first three <coughs> years of primary i was in the like the front you know the front of the school you know the office in kimberley park primary school phil and i went to the we same, went to the same That's primary school and high school yeah, yeah. So down, you know where the office was and then those, oh, those classes down there, like mm -hmm. right at the front of the gate, you could walk out and then go. Out the I was front in that front class yeah. when I first got to the school, I was probably, very first building. I was probably in the class next to you for like two or three years. Yeah. But I remember, you know, when you walk out and then you go around and then you go up to the adventure playground, they used to call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one day I was just like, nying, nying, nying. I think I had like a, I remember. The one on the very left, right? Yeah. If you're yeah. looking at, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. exactly. Yeah. I remember I had, uh, my teeth were falling out as a kid oh, yeah. and I, I remember this vaguely. I was like, eh, like fiddling with my tooth. And I remember Star Wars came out, Star Wars Phantom Menace mm. and Darth Maul. He used to grin and he had like bloody kind of like gums. Mm. And I used to go up to the kids in school and they'd be like, Joe, do it again. And I'd like fiddle with this tooth getting loose. So, so, so it would bleed. bleed and then I'd bleed in my mouth and go, Ugh! and they'd be like, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, they love me. You're an entertainer. Exactly. Always done it. <laughs> so I'm walking up, fiddling with my tooth. It was like, just, just went uh lunchtime like kids play around the playgrounds and i saw these like just a swarm of kids circling around but they were at a distance it was so there was this something in a center and kids were like three meters standing away because everyone was shocked nobody was crowded around it was like at a distance but everyone was watching and i remember walking up and just looking and this like kid i think he was like uh he was like Papua new guinean or something he was sitting there crying and with his knee mm. up and his his it was the first time in my life i'd seen gore his kneecap was <gasps> off oh like his kneecap had like popped off 
And all, all I could see been was... Been removed, I like, could, hanging. And I, well, oh. I mean, I was a little kid, but, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure his kneecap had come, like, like torn off to the side. And oh. it was just like, dude, it was just like... Oh, spray. And I swear I saw blue stuff too, like veins or something maybe. Oh, or like, God. Uh, and I remember just, I just, like, I think, and I remember seeing the rock. So I think he'd ran and slid. And as he slid, his knee... Whoosh, like this, oh, and the rock just got. So here's the ground. His knee got decapitated. Yeah, the rock was digging out of the ground like that. So as he ran, oh. his knee got ripped. And I remember him just being like, oh, freaking out. And the teacher, the teacher was great. I remember it specifically. I remember in the future, as a kid, it like imprinted in my brain of like, if I was ever in a situation, say what the teacher was saying. She was just like, just don't look at it. Look at me. Don't mm, worry. Smart. And I remember seeing it and just being like, oh fuck. And then I kept going because the teacher had it under control, and I was kind of like. I got, I got friends to, I got to go play like handball. Or something, yeah. You know? like, yeah like, this vision imprinted in yeah. your brain. Yeah. And I remember for ages afterwards, there was another kid in our school who looked just like him. And so every time I'd see that kid, I remember maybe, I mean, as a kid, like time, time is like, we don't really have a strong grasp of time. Like mm. we may drive two hours to like, like a holiday destination or something like that, or like a beach. But as a kid, that felt like a whole day in the car, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know how long it was, Wait, but I remember- remind me to tell you something funny about kids and time. Okay. <laughs> Go, keep going. But I remember ages later, I, I saw that kid again and he had like a white bandage on his knee. And then at times I'd see the other kid who looked like him and he didn't have the white bandage at knee. So at that point in time, I was like, oh, okay, and there's two different kids. And then so uh. whenever I did see the kid with the white bandage, I never spoke to him, but I'd always see him like ages away. I'd always be like- fuck he's walking on it so it must be right so mm. I, I mean again i was a child so i don't think his knee popped off but i'm pretty sure his knee actually like tore badly because like, you could see a into bad it. cut you yeah. could see into it i have no doubt about that um i remember that off as well because when i was 11 must have been 11 because it yeah i would have been actually i would have been 10 turning 11 I broke my collarbone on the oval at Oof. that school. So I was playing footy and I never played footy, right? So this is like my first or second time. A couple of kids that weren't even really close friends. They're like, oh, come play footy. I'm like, yeah, let's play footy. What's that? Like, let's tackle each other. It sounds silly. Two kids tackle me. I land on my right shoulder. Two kids on top of me and I hear just, just hear this. Ooh. And I was like, no, what's going on? And I remember just being like, ow, ow, ow. And the kids were like, oh, what's going on? And the teacher ran over. She was like, oh, let's go to the office. And I like limped to the office. I was like, Wee! But broke my collarbone like pretty badly. It, like a- it, it, it went it went full compound, so full break, and then like Ugh. overlapped on top of itself. Like The thing that. about collarbones is like, they can't mend them. They just have to mend themselves, right? They don't put pins in them or anything. They just have to, is that right? No, yeah. So they, yeah, it's really stupid. And this was the point where my parents, I wouldn't have known at the time because I was so young, but my parents got the full brunt of how crappy the system, the hospital system really was. Maybe back then it was probably improved slightly now because I have been for surgery since then and everything seemed pretty fine. But they were trying to get me like some proper, like, what are we doing about this? All they did was put me in a single sling and were like, oh, yeah, that's all we can do. See you later. And they had to like, apparently, I don't know, but they were ringing around like, who the hell did we have to see to actually see someone that knew what they were talking about? And I think it took like a week or two until I saw this specialist, proper special doctor in the hospital who then made me sit down. And was like, this is going to hurt. And he made me put my hands on my bum oh. so it stretches your chest out. Oh. And I was like, ah. 
and he put these backpack straps on me with like without a backpack, but these straps that just pull your shoulders back. So basically you're trying to pull the collarbone straight. And, and like, dude, if killed. you get a nerve stuck in between that, dude, oh, you're fucked. It killed. Dude, I, I fucking broke my collarbone in year eight. Oh, did you? Yeah. And, yeah, and the oval, dude. Like, did, like that as well? Here's Pressure the thing. And- here's the fucked up thing. Remember, I've, I've taught, <clears throat> spoke about in the past how my parents are very like, just like, you'll live, move yeah. on. <laughs> very. So I'm playing footy in the oval with this dude I went to primary school with. He was in my grade Tyson. He was a grade above. Mm. So when I got to Springwood, he was there. He's like, oh, come play footy with us. Same thing, playing footy. I was running on the oval. I got ankle tapped. And as I fell down, my hand fell first. And I just felt this like, it literally, like a sound, it went like that. Oh. Literally like, it was like, it was in my inner ear. That's what it sounded like. Oh. Exactly like that. Not a single iota different. And I went, oh, and I got up and it literally felt like I had tied like a hundred kilo weight to yeah. my arm. My shoulder just hanged and it was like, just a numb, aching weight. Yeah. Is that what it felt like for you? Because this is the thing. Here's the thing. I went to the off. I like walked to the office. My brother, my brother and his mates were sitting on the in, near the uh, MPS, MPS amphitheater, the, yeah. the main like where we have our halls. And I remember I looked at him. My brother, my brother knew how he looked at me. He's like, "Are you all right?" And my brother never spoke to me at school. He's like, "A little brother, fuck that cunt." Yeah. And I remember he looked at me. He's like, "Are you all right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And all his mates were like, "Hey, Charlie," and I was like. Yeah, he gone. Like I was holding my bag, I was literally walking like this. Like I was oh. trying to act cool. Like I was just like, yeah, it's I'm a drooped shoulder, trying totally to hold drooped. your bag on the other shoulder, be cool. Yeah. As soon as I got to the office, I was like, I think I've broken something. And she was like, all right, sit down. I'll call your parent. And I sat down and dude, it was it wasn't like I needed to, but I just like just started bawling my yeah. eyes out. Yeah. And the lady came in and she's like, oh, you're in shock. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Like I was literally like, I was like, this has never happened to me before. And then my mum picked me up. And like, it was obviously fucked. And like, I, if I touched it, it felt like a nerve. I was touching my ah, So when I didn't you, even try and touch it. When you like, said the arm thing, I could only imagine. Ah, and dude, I never went to a doctor. Really? Mother, well, pretty much you, you can't do that much. So do you, do you even know My mom said to me, oh, your collarbone's not broken. Really? Never, do you know never it was went broken? To Did you get an x-ray or anything? No. no. Never found out. But Did you ever get an x-ray when after I, when I put, to f- no, figure out? No. no. My, my parents just was like, no, you're fine. You're not oh, bleeding. God. Yeah, I had hardcore parents, bro. But like when I touch it, it doesn't hurt anymore. There's no nerves. But a long months afterwards when I thought it was healed, I touch it and it was like, ooh, ooh. So I, I And like when I squat and I do shoulder press and stuff, it doesn't hurt anymore. So I, oh, I, see, I, yeah, yeah. I always thought maybe I didn't have a break. Maybe I had a minor fracture. But dude, it felt like someone had felt. Can you imagine literally sledgehammering on your shoulder? Yeah. Like, that's what it fucking felt like. Yeah. It could have been. It could have been a hairline fracture, but they hurt just as much. But like. I'm thinking it was that. My one was shit because, may I don't know if that is the reason, but maybe because they were late to the party to strapping my shoulders back and it maybe grew a little bit overlapped because I had a big lump. Like not a lump, but I, I, had, had a lump I could too. feel the the step down. I had that. So maybe you, you, you definitely I didn't, I didn't have a st- I didn't have a step down. Mine literally just went like, like that. Like it oh, went it had over, bump, bump, over. Bump. So that would have been the um, calcification. True. around it because it, it it put it like calcifies around the break to and then it gets more solid as time goes on fuck so i'm assuming mine was like this and calcified all around and i could just feel that little so when step. you did the pull oh. did it pop it back out uh 
it tell wouldn't me have. About, tell me about your healing process. Like, was it painful months after? Like, what, what was it like? Yeah, it would have been weeks. It wouldn't have been months. But I remember just being on the couch, not wanting to move my head, like breathing hurt. I was only 10. Like, I was like, eh. So my, because your lungs are expanding, I was like, I can't breathe properly. And I, I can't imagine breaking a rib. I've never broken a rib. I don't want to, but I can't imagine how painful that would be. See, what you're saying, the turning of the head, the breathing, I had all issues with that. So yeah. this is why I tend to think that I did break something. So, These so are my, the telltale signs. My parents being creative, I'm laying on the couch. We had the TV. We didn't have like a TV cabinet where the TV was high. Mm. It was the old school style TVs. We still had it like, and it was sitting like on the ground. Those nah, ones? not full. I was, had one of those ones. We did in the kitchen, but this was the living room and it was more digital but it was still old school and it was down the bottom so i was like i can't see it like on oh, like on the floor basically um in like a in like a shelf sort of thing but down low so i couldn't look at it and so my parents put a mirror they hung a mirror up on the on the um couch on the head of the couch and like tied it up so i could see the tv in the mirror and i watched oh, like some movies and stuff and then, like, years later, I would watch the movie again, and I'm like, why does this look wrong? Because I saw it flipped. I saw the mirror image version of the yeah, movie, yeah. so it was, like, opposite. I was like, oh, that's why. Dude, just, man, I don't want to sound like a fucking, like, a whiner or anything, but, like, <laughs> like my parents fed me. They took care of me. If I was sick at school, they picked me up. But, like, my parents wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have set a mirror up. They wouldn't have, like, they would have just been like, just watch the fucking telly in the living room. We'll just fucking go do something else. Like they'd make me feel guilty. Yeah. Like I can't sit in my room. I want to watch TV as well. It'd be news time. I want to watch the fucking news. Just put your fucking shows on and just be mm. like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> sorry. Your, I'm an inconvenience. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm your fucking child. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm not, not bagging my parents I'm, or anything. I'm sorry like, you had me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it felt like that sometimes, yeah. but anyways, but like, that's so fucking cool that your parents did that for you, bro. Did you take time off school? Was like oh, of course. Heaps. Yeah. So the reason I remember vividly how old I was is because the first day that I was meant to go back to school, uh, my sister was in, would have been in kindergarten at the time. And mum was like, all right, yeah, it's, I think it's time you go back to school. I still had a sling. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I sat in the cars in the front seat and we drove to um, school. No, we drove to the kindergarten first and mum mm -hmm. dropped jackie into the kindergarten and i remember being i remember being like um waiting in this in the car and i was like oh i don't feel too good hey it's pickles it's pickles everyone philip's little pickles <laughs> pickles was uh scratching at the door wanting to get in so he wants to be part of the podcast hi pickles say hello what's that what's that what's this is that, hey, is yes. that food, son? You looked straight at it. <laughs> Good boy. That's the pickle shot. So you shut that as well because that'll be in the in the background. But um, we dropped my sister off to kindy first, and I remember sitting in the front seat, being like, oh, "I don't want to go to school. I feel shit." And mum came out, and she was like, "Oh, something." She said it in German. Yeah, yeah, she would have said it in German, but she was like, "Something's wrong." Like, um, say it in German, Philip. No, nah, I don't. I don't remember <laughs> exactly what she said <laughs> because right, she said. Right. Oh, um, I think a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. And I was like, oh. And I was very up with 
buildings because I made like little Lego models to scale of which one was the tallest building. So I was like, no, not the World Trade Center. And we were obviously thinking it was an accident. And then we got home and I remember just watching the news all day with his broken collarbone just being like, oh God. How did your parents take it? There was no tears, but were they just Mm. like, Volta, this is crazy, man. I don't really remember. I just remember seeing way too much on TV because I remember the the footage they were showing, you wouldn't even be able to find now. Like yeah. it was, it was hardcore stuff. Yeah, yeah. We won't get into it because it's a fun podcast. Well, hang on a minute. So, but but there there are, and oh, we don't know the names. I we discussed yeah. this, but they actually invented someone somewhere invented. It's like a parachute. It's like it's almost like an inflatable uh, boat that you see in like the movies when they're yeah. like trapped at sea. But it's almost like a hexagon, and it comes out. It, so it's basically, it almost looks like, uh, you know, badminton. Mm-hmm. Remember the badminton? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like that. And the human goes on top and then it comes out like that. And so you, you pull the pin at your back against the window and it opens up and then you fall like a leaf down to the ground. And then you're, you're sat in the center. And it's probably not like full slows you down parachute because it's got like cushioning on the bottom where when you land it like catches you as Jars, if, you're, yeah. if you're landing on a jumping castle it'd be like a jumping castle wouldn't it because it's all that same material but like oh canvas the amount and... of times i've thought about that shit like what the hell could have been done for those people at the top yeah it's crazy dude i look at videos like because like like last podcast or a couple of podcasts ago you were describing how you, you've done like bungee jumping and skydiving oh yeah, yeah. and so funny enough we would we did were... we discuss that on the podcast last podcast yeah mine yeah oh and, yeah and dude typical Typical out of the blue, the algorithm. I've been getting a lot of bungee jumping videos on my TikTok You're and Instagram. Kidding. No, no shit. Oh, sorry, my yeah, so, YouTube. And but what I was gonna say is that <clears throat> when I watch these videos, I get the sweats, like my palms mm. are sweating. Like I know I'd do it. Like I, I, I. Are you if, afraid of heights? I'm not. I'm not afraid of heights, but like, you know, if I'm gonna jump out of a fucking plane or like if I'm bungee jumping, then obviously I'm like, oh shit, you know. Do you know a funny thing about heights? Mm-hmm. I never really thought that I was afraid of heights. I feel like the older I get, the more scared I am. Mm. Like now when I walk on the, like a, I'm walking like a hiking trail with a drop off or something. Now I get more get nervous the, get than when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like I don't know how to boil it down in my head. I don't know what the, um, the um, psychology of it is, but I feel like when I'm with a group of people or when I'm with others, I get more scared when others are close to the edge, I'm like, no, I do you not want to be the one that. to help them. I do not want to witness someone falling. That would be my worst nightmare. Is the empathy kicking in? Oh, yeah. yuck! But dude, Ugh. when here's the thing about the 9/11 though, I'm looking at these videos of people doing bungee jumping, mm. and there's a lot of parody ones where the guys like, "We're going to count you in." It's always like some European dude, oh, like yeah. Asian guy. He's like, and then they're like, okay, okay. He's like. On the count of three, we'll, we'll let you go or we'll cut the line. They're like, all right. And they're like, one. Doom, doom. And they turn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching this and like, I'm like, oh, I will, I will definitely do it. And it's exciting, but I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I'm you would hate them I get so much at palms. the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then dude, it was funny. I, I thought I've been watching these videos and then I think I was, I was at work the other day because I work in King's Cross and these massive skyscrapers. I remember I was like typing on my laptop and I just looked up and I looked at a building and I thought, oh, this is interesting. Like. Because side side noting, but the same topic, I I knew a dude back in Brisbane. His name was Jack. He worked mm. for Channel Seven. He was like a cameraman. He like mm. went on. He was always on the scene, or he edited the camera footage. And he said more times than not, like at least twelve times a month, people plummet 
jump off buildings in Brisbane City. Oh. And it'd be everywhere, it'd be Sydney as well. But they never talk about it on the ra- on on the news. They don't say, a man committed suicide today no. because obviously it's too gnarly, right? Yeah. So I thought about it. I thought about that and then I was looking up at this building and I was like, because I was like, I'm like th- sec- I'm like third story up and then there's like, like big hotel buildings mm. across from me outside. And I was like, imagine right now if someone just jumped out of that fucking building, like... Would I get up and like go, hey, everyone, look? Would I just be like sit there and like comatose? Like, you'd, yeah, you'd probably just be not knowing what to do. Yeah. This and is getting dark. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, welcome to the van later. And so I'm sitting there and I'm having this thought to those who- We shouldn't really to choose those, that, but- No, yes. to those oh, yeah. we lost in 9-11, right? Yes. I mean, they weren't our kinsmen, but they're human beings and every human being deserves respect. Absolutely. Mm. I did want so, to diverge so, on- I was just going to oh, say- Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. So I thought about what it must have been like for those 9-11 people at the time, just plummeting and just like letting go. And it was just, dude, I literally almost had like a microscopic panic attack. I was yeah. like, like watching when you watch bungee jumping videos mm. and you get that nervous bungee, like, oh, I was literally like, like jumping into an ice bath. I remember sitting there calm at work, out of coffee, I had like a croissant. I was like, oh God. And I just felt a chill. Uh, fuck that, dude. Fuck jump. Oh, those poor people. Like jumping into an ice bath, you reckon? Have you done that? You jumped into no, an ice bath? No. What's the coldest you've jumped into in terms of water? I got a great one. When I went to Canada, mm. we went to Whistler, a little town. Sorry, everyone. Pickles is fucking around. <laughs> yeah, it would be in, your, in the background of yours. <laughs> yeah, let me start what the story doing, again. Pickles? When I was in Canada, in Whistler, uh, we went there and it was like a beautiful sunny day. It was probably like 28, 28, 29 degrees. It was warm. And someone was like, hey, there's like a local like uh, lake quarry kind of thing there. So we went down and there's all these people sunbaking stuff. They had like the, the nice wooden jetty you could just run and jump off. Hallmark moment kind of thing. And we went down. Then there was like a bunch of like hot Canadian chicks sitting there and shit. And um, we had met this chick in Vancouver who was Oz. She was Aussie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was like, hey, you, uh, are you guys going to Whistler tomorrow? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, well, I am too. Do you want to come with? And, and we're like, yeah. She's like, what are you doing when you get there? And we're like, oh, we have like a, we're going to get like a, a hotel or a hostel, sorry. And she's like, oh, well, I have a place you can stay with me and some people. We got there. Wonderful. We got there and it was like 12 fucking backpackers in there. <laughs> no, I, I'm over exaggerating. There's probably like six backpackers in like a three bedroom, two story place. Jeez, yeah. There's shit everywhere. People's like skiing, snowboarding gear, bags everywhere. And we went up there and they're all just like, a couple of my Aussies and they were like, yeah, I fucking did so many racks of line in it. And they looked at us and we were just like, yeah, no, nah, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so we just looked at her. We we're like, yeah, we're going to go. We went, but before we went, she's like, oh, we're going to go to this place later, meet us up. So we're like, yeah, went, went and got a hostel, top of this nice hill, met her down there and she had like a hot Canadian friend and some other people. I'm painting the picture, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking Paint too much. It. I'm Absolutely. sorry, bro. We walked down there and, and like, we're like, oi, me and the two boys, I was with, like, you fucking will jump in the water. And oh. the chick was, the Aussie chick was like, don't do that. This was snow time. So no, no, no. This was July, the whole month uh, of July yeah, okay. I was in Canada. Yeah. So this is like. Snow is melting on tops. Bear are coming, bears are coming out of hibernation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's getting warmer, yeah, but the water yeah. would be cold. Like the tip of the mountains is snow capped, but the rest of it's like, yeah. And she was like, you guys are going to freeze. And we're like, fucking meows, he can't. You know, we fight crocodiles. I didn't give a fuck. Ran <laughs> and jumped dangerous. in. Ran and jumped in. Dude, it was probably like, the water was probably like minus fucking like 12, 12, 10, 11. It would have probably been like positive five or something you think yeah all right I, I got, it, it would just, feel like you're about to die yeah is it 
Dude, was so it, as soon as I jumped like in, shock. The, yeah, I came up. I was like, <laughs> and like, you, like the so you're in the water and the jetty comes up to here. So you're like trying to like full up a body strength to pull yourself out. You're like, <laughs> but you jumped from the jetty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idiots. into the water. Like you so, could have drowned from shock. People yeah. actually go into shock and drown For in real. freezing water. Yeah, there you go. And we just came from Brisbane, bro. It was like the tropics. So we jumped out and we we're like, like I remember like hopping out and then lying my back on the jetty and being like. <laughs> like red and you could see the heat coming off me and then like uh, it no. didn't ta- didn't take too long like took maybe like five minutes and then we calmed down dried ourselves off sat out in the sun obviously just like bathing oh, just like you've done way more wim hof than me <laughs> that's oh, that's dude, epic it was, it was that was probably the gnarliest i've had like cold cold oh, you know and that would be like proper ice bath cold like- although when i got to toronto dude like it was the last city on our trip and then we went from toronto to la and then home mm. When I got to Toronto the first, because I had like a big fucking North Face jacket and I was just like warm. I thought I was warm. Like we're walking around and the wind, you know how when you you feel like it's colder in the city because like the wind channels through yeah. like city streets oh, and stuff. Yuck. I hate wind, dude. dude. It's I fucked, don't mind the cold. It? I hate the wind. wind. Yeah. Kills me. Yeah. I was walking through Toronto. Wind was fucking just nailing me, dude. And I remember being like, like it, it literally felt. It, like if you could see like a, <laughs> know what I'm saying? If you could literally see like atoms almost, yeah, it, it, like cold atoms like traveling through my clothing into my like physical being yeah. and then staying there. <laughs> just it was like invisible, like it was touching my bones. It was that cold. I remember oh, just being God. like, "Is this bar really that worth it? Do we need to get drinks right now?" Yeah. Dude, the coldest air I've ever felt, air with wind was um in iceland at this waterfall and because we were watching this waterfall that was half frozen half of it was still flowing the water particles in there so the humidity in the air and this wind and it was hitting our faces and we were proper like proper rugged up like puffer jacket beanie and everything we were ready for it but just in your eyes and face area it was just like needles like and we're like ah God damn it, let's get a photo and get the hell out of here. Back you to like, the bus. <laughs> did you have like snot sickles coming out and shit? Like the red face afterwards? Oh yeah, 100%. It was it was bad. Like I got I got back into this bus and I was like, that was the coldest thing I've ever felt. Like coldest air. I haven't done cryotherapy or anything. I do want to do cryotherapy. Do you know? Uh, is that the one where you like... You stand in like a little yeah. It's like tube. comes up to your like collarbones. Yeah, and it and and they just pump freezing cold. I think it's not steam, but like freezing cold air on you. I think it's minus two hundred and seventy degrees or something. Let's let the pickle out. Where did you do the cryo? I haven't done cryo, oh, yeah. so I want to do cryo. Some gyms in America, I've seen like like I remember seeing a video of Zac Efron was like trains, and then he like fucking went into this cryo like. We should we should they do could, it because I want to do it. I've I've looked dude, up a couple of places. Let's dude, let's fucking go to you and I. We should hire a Ute for a day. We should go to a <laughs> we should go to a server and buy like six bags of ice. We could do it in a bathtub, man. Well, this oh yeah, we both have baths. But I was going to say we should we fill should it up halfway with cold old, water and the rest with bags of ice. But then it's like it's cramped. You want to be out in the open, right? You want to uh, have like a better shot of everything, right? Yeah, we we would you have want some to film sunlight it to, on you yeah. to play it on the Van Liter and discuss. We could go to like a junkyard, get an old fucking old tub, right? Seal it, 
fill it with ice and just try it to do the Wim Hof. That's what mm. my mate Taylor does. He fucking, he just has like a bathtub in his backyard and he like fills it up like a nice white tub. Yeah. It's like a random one. He's just put in his backyard and he fills That's it. That's cool as. <laughs> you know? So you can actually, they're expensive, but you can buy like ice baths and they're basically like a freezer, freezer, freezer bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> that you keep outside and it's got a lid on it i'm assuming yeah and you can just slip on in and oh, it just yeah, stays like at the zero point Dude. like just above zero i think so it doesn't freeze over that's sick that would be dope Ooh. but we would have to do it yes we would have to do it with bags of ice and well or you can go um you can go to places that um do ice baths i found a couple of places uh, not a couple but i found one place that's close to here that does ice baths Oh, so is it, it's not the cryo, it's just ice baths? Uh, it, well, two different places. I've found one where there's cryo, one where there's ice baths, but you can- Let's do it. And the, the ice bath one, it's this um, woman that does full Wim Hof sessions. So oh, breathing shit. sessions and everything. I would love to do it. Fuck yeah. Love to do it. We should do it. Well, oh, yeah, dude. I got to tell you about my time- story of children yeah, not yeah, being able right. to keep track Let's of time so like road tripping when i was road tripping my favorite food as a kid hands down was just spaghetti and my dad would cook this this um tomato paste based tomato based sauce and it would just be plain we wouldn't i was a picky eater we all were as a kid like yeah for real or me and my siblings but he would cook this plain tomato based sauce almost like what you buy in a jar now but way better way better right we're like yeah dad sauce fuck you pest like yeah. uh, el paso yeah exactly <laughs> fuck you I, I don't like them like they always got something that's too strong like this one tasted purely like coriander or something yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. but he own. would yeah he would make he make the sauce and spaghetti and that was my favorite food like when Mum tells me that when I was sick, when I was a little little boy, when I was sick, I would be like, I need spaghetti. spaghetti. And she, she would cook me spaghetti and then I would be done. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm good. I'm better now. Yeah. Yeah. So do. when we would drive on long trips and we would be the annoying kids, are we there yet? Or how far is it? They just feed you spaghetti to no, shut you up. No, no, no. <laughs> it was the measure of time. So dad would say, oh, it's three times cooking spaghetti. That's how much time's left. Because it was about 10 minutes of boiling the pasta. I have another story like yes. that too. <laughs> I would say I remember being somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but I remember being in the car with my old man. And my old man saying, oh, it's about a 30 minute drive. And I said, what's that? He said, an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, boom. Because yeah, they about 25 exactly. minutes. And yeah. dude, I've always used that logic to this day. Yes. I've fucking used that logic. I was like, oh, an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. It's crazy what we we absorb as children, right? Yeah, and that's our measure of time. And I would be satisfied with that answer because he would say, um, he would he would say it in German. He would say zweimal Nudeln kochen, and it means like <laughs> cooking noodles <laughs> twice. Zweimal, and I was like, zweimal, zweimal is two times. And zweimal I was like, Nudeln kochen. Kochen. Kochen is cooking. I love learning a new language. Nudeln Isn't kochen. German a beautiful language? Everyone, Le legit. Like, it sounds so angry, but it is quite. It's, it's romantic. Quite fascinating it's, 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 to, it's strong, to hear dude. someone speaking German. In Dieses, <laughs> Dieses Bier 
ist unglaublich. Unglaublich. Dieses Bier ist unglaublich. This beer is unbelievable. That's what we were saying. Did, we, I, did we translate it before for our listeners? Or no? I, don't, I think so. And yeah. another thing, we're in Sydney right now. It's, it's cold. Es wird keine Poolparty geben. No. There will be no pool party tonight. There will be no pool party. Es wird keine pool party geben. I remember that sentence when Joel and I were in school together. For some reason, he walked up to me and said, how do I say there will be no pool party? Did no, I no, teach no, you? No, 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 you walked no. up to me and said the actual phrase. I was, I, I was watching Dodgeball. The uh, ben from Stiller. That. Yeah. It, uh, so the German team had um, uh, uh, Hasselhoff. Yeah. And he's like, es wird keiner. And I remember being like, dude, what is it? I even asked Jackie too. I remember being like, I remember I was with you. My sister. I remember I was with you and your Jackie was there and I was like, what does this mean? And then you two like looked at each other like, is this English speaking monkey? This like, this single lingo monkey. Yeah. We as a duo lingo. <laughs> yeah. But um, that was good shit, dude. Uh, good times. Um, oh, classic. So, oh. Yeah. I, um, I watched June. Because mm. you told me I should watch June. A couple of people have told me or asked me if I've seen June. I watched June. Good movie. Um, I didn't realize it was actually an old movie and it's a remake until I later looked it up. Yeah, so the book was written in the 70s, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty cool movie. Do you know what I noticed though in that movie? And it's like this obsession of the human species. Mm. We just want to be able to conquer gravity. We want to be able to defy gravity. Every futuristic sci-fi movie defies gravity in some way. We've got some sort of method where things just float up into the air slowly and then and then travel with them, our, our spacecraft or whatever, without having a huge amount of propulsion. Because like, And those Sato car, the Emperor's fucking yeah. personal elite. Dude, there's so much, there's some great lore. <clears throat> There's some great lore in um in Dune, like those Sadokar were like they're taken from like feral worlds or like the worst of the worst prisoners and scumbags and they turned reformed into soldiers. Mm. And they're the Emperor's the Emperor's personal elite soldiers. Yeah. And so you remember the warm, warm, warm. He's yeah, like, yeah. Blums, clack, blums. He's yeah, like some you cool... will send three legions to Arrakis. That that weird fucking lizard yeah. man dude. It's, yeah, bro, those dudes in the book are fucking nuts. I haven't read the book yet, but they're pretty... Um, they're all about the Krieg. That's German for war, everyone. Yeah. Um, but, dude, one thing that bothered me... And this is the thing. I'm going to get... I'm going to get... I'm going to get film deep. Older films, if you watch a film from the 80s or 90s, right? Here will be a scene. A guy will walk into the room, and what he's about to do is... He's got to, he's got to think about something... And then he's got to go and grab his keys and then he's going to go back out. He's like, maybe he's a detective, right? He comes into the room. He's like, no, I'm going to sit down and have a scotch and pass out. I've been working for 42 hours. And he's like, no, I've, I've got something about the case. I remember. And he runs back out, grabs his keys and goes back out, puts his coat back on. No sleep for the, for the wicked or whatever, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Back in the 80s and 90s, the guy would come in, he'd sit down. The music would be playing. He'd look out. You know, the, the sweet saxophone so you get a perspective of the dude's deep he's introspective he's looking outside you hear like car sirens and people fighting outside and taxis honking and he thinks about it and then he has a moment and then maybe he lights a cigarette and he thinks about it and those were great moments i grew up with those moments where you were just like 
Because you're watching, remember, you're with it, you're feeling it, you're understanding what this guy's going through. You've watched his journey from the start, and then you're at this turning point for this guy, right? Mm. These days, it's like he'll go in and sit down and go, and he'll run out. Yeah. Things that, people's attention spans, things are so much fucking quicker these days. And I remember watching Dune and being like, this is slower paced. Mm-hmm. There's so much more time to think and, and, and understand what the characters or try to interpret what the characters are thinking in these quiet fucking moments. Quiet moments are good. All right. Silence is good. When I watched Dune and I, sp- I was still on the NT at the time and I was talking to people. Oh, you've seen Dune. And they were like, yeah, but I didn't like it. It was a lot of boring, long, quiet moments. Mm. And I just wanted to fucking strangle these people, dude. These are the fucking idiot, worm brain, short attention span, <laughs> funny family guy jokes. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I fucking hate these people. Everyone's being, I hate them. Everyone's being programmed that way, man. Uh, I mean, news what, feeds yeah, are all like seven seconds. Dune, seven seconds was the thing, right? With yeah, vines, they yeah. started this seven second thing. I mean, and we're feeding into that, man. We're, we're, we're uploading our videos into TikTok. Like, look, I'm, I'm a huge hypocrite. I can't. But like at the yeah. end, of, like well, the time's I'm expanded. Human, right? Our clips are like one minute, which is still very quick, but it's not seven second vines. Remember when people were trying to cram funny stuff into seven second vines? Like you have to. They be really like, had to condense hey, boom, it. Boom, 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 boom. Punchline. Yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. But they pulled it off, and the, like oh. props to them. And yeah, people became hugely famous through Vine. And totally. Then, Some of them in films now, but like, yeah, Dune, like. <clears throat> it was brilliant the quiet moments yeah and i just i think um like this this because they did it well denis villeneuve the director he did it mm. very very close to the book there was obviously characters and other stories left out but um there's so many like you don't know what happened to josh brolin for instance right who's that josh brolin remember he's like follow me and he runs into that battle while the the new oh uh, yeah okay yeah, yeah. so in the story you're probably wondering, it's the future. Why isn't anyone using firearms, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's all th- still like old school sword battling yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So those shields they bring up, you know, those shields yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. wear. So those things are like, it's, it's harder. If you shoot a bullet at those things, it just explodes. It's like high velocity. So that's why when those, when um, the, uh, when the, uh, fuck, what are they called? Um, what's that? Uh, Dave Batista. The worms? Dave Batista. <laughs> Dave Batista's mob. The uh, I, the I Baron uh, Harkonnen. The Harkonnens. Yeah. The the bad guys when they were sh- when they were dropping nukes onto the the uh, Atreides ships, and they were like shows the, the 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 shield lighting up, and then they exploded in these massive things because that's what it was. It was like these shields are highly volatile, so that's mm. why it's easy to use swords and stuff and have them uh, yeah, in okay. the future. So they're I, more effective. Yeah, I mean, I find, dude, realistically, dude, I'd be fucking, I'd be fucking boom, 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 aring these motherfuckers, <laughs> let it, watching them explode. But imagine, in imagine if that was the future. Like you couldn't use firearms anymore, so we went back to old school fighting. Yeah, and it was like it's probably less deaths because you can't just spray people exactly. With bullets yeah because yeah. they got these shields yeah dude do you want to bother? like let's move away from doom for a second yeah like, let's move maybe, away i want to talk maybe this can be our tiktok clip because this is relevant <laughs> i'm seeing dude this is the thing all my life i was never taught this from my parents but i just picked this up as a kid i always walk on the outside of the the street and mm. and a woman 
it doesn't matter if my partner or not, they'll always walk on the inside. That's a big, that's a big TikTok meme at the moment too, isn't it's it? It's huge. And like, yeah. it's like, chicks are like, if you don't walk on the inside, if, if I don't walk on the inside. I hate that though. Yeah. Like, and they're shut like, up. They're like, but, like yeah. why is this but a yes. thing now? Like this should, we shouldn't be making a joke about this. Men should just know this naturally. But again, it comes down to why do, why do we salute in the military? We salute because knights who used to joust each other, they'd lift their visors and say respect and then they lower it is that why that's where we get the salute from no idea and just to be clear wow. any australians watching this americans salute like this australians salute like that don't fucking forget where you're from <laughs> yeah we salute like this and the germans such a well, slight difference well i mean uh, we all let's not go there let's yeah, not yeah. go there we, yeah. we don't talk about zavor <laughs> no they, they i'm pretty sure they salute like that anyways <laughs> so it's the same thing so funny thing i'm pretty sure it's all chivalry, right? Men, back in the day when we used to walk around with fucking swords on our person, it would be difficult if a woman was on the outside of us to draw your sword because you'd hit your woman, right? So the woman would stay on the inside. So if a, if, if a perpetrator comes upon you, how dare thee bump thy shoes? <laughs> you'd pull your sword out on guard. <laughs> that's why women... I mean, obviously, there's other reasons. Is that like, where it actually comes from? I'm pretty fucking sure. That's pretty where it sure, comes yeah. Because yeah. uh, if, if uh, as well as like you know, back in the day, if there was a puddle, we would take our fucking coat off and put it on the ground, and a woman would walk across yeah. it <laughs> instead of walking and then around. You'd put and, a puddle coat back on. Yeah, exactly. What? Or like you just toss it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so like it's the same thing. So I'm pretty sure, like you know, at, at the same time as well, like with my exes and stuff in the past, I've always been like. Well, if a car was to swerve and veer off the road, I'd want to be the one who gets hit. I don't want them mm. to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Or if the car was to splash water, I don't want them to get wet there. Women are very particular about their makeup and their hair. I'll fucking dry off. I don't care. You know? We I don't, don't mind. We don't care. Yeah. So, I mean, but there you go. So we've got the knight saluting, drawing of the sword. Women are on the ins- Yeah. Hey, did, um, did everyone have to draw their sword with their right hand like did they well, maybe there were some left-handed people I mean, back then uh, probably not probably not because i mean probably at, that's how you were taught yeah so exactly. imagine all the guys that were actually left-handed and they were like it's like <laughs> trying to fight us with a sword with your left hand you're like eh, yeah eh. yeah for real <laughs> so they were the shitty fighters yeah dude it's it's funny i always grew up so i'm right-handed right mm. but I, I eat with my f- my knife in my left hand and my fork in my right. Yeah, always, dude. And people used to Are try you the and same? Tell- yeah. So you're right-handed, but you're the same. Yes. Dude, this is why fork is in the guy. right hand, man, because that's what I shovel food in my mouth with. I'm a very quick eater. I'm disgusting, but... I like you, man. It- it's a good thing you're not a woman because I'd fucking put a ring in your finger, <laughs> motherfucker. But seriously, like, oi, this is the thing. My strong hand presses the meat down and my, my weak <laughs> hand easily slices, right? If my weaker hand was to press the meat down and I've tried to eat like this and my strong hand cuts, it squiggles off the fucking plate. Mm. Am I right? Yeah. Dude. Maybe maybe food was just tougher back then because we have we have um we have lots of evidence that we are now slack jawed and we eat all this soft food. So pretty much maybe people needed their strong hand to cut back then. Exactly. I don't know. I feel I feel like a lot of it just comes down to like um a tradition's not the right word, but the way you're supposed to do things, you know, it's all that posh stuff where you're supposed to hold your knife in your right hand and they set out the cutlery. I don't know where the fuck that came from, but I hate all that shit. I saw a thing about how the Royals, like the British Royals 
they don't at the dinner table they don't put their elbows on the table yeah apparently that's i tried doing that i, I think i did that for a year i just didn't do it and i sat there like this and i was like motherfucker i want to slouch and i want to slouch I want me elbows on the table yeah right i mean that's 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 fucking manly it's like i fought a dragon one time <laughs> yeah. fought a dragon. yeah i hey, fought where a... dragons come from dude where does the story of dragons come from were we talking about this recently? I'm not or was sure. I talking to, who was I talking to about? Oh, no, no, no. I was talking... Same dude, Angkor. I was talking about the guy at work. He was saying... Um, I think he was... I think he was trying to allude to the fact that, like, every civilization has an adaptation of a dragon. So they must have been real back in the day? And they were like... What is the go? And this was the thing as well. I did see this in another doco as well. It's on a Joe Rogan doco. Mm. Uh, not Joe Rogan, Doco. Joe Rogan, 20-second clip because we're all part of this fucking short brain attention yeah, span. Yeah. And the guy was saying birds in particular, I think, or something like that, their bones are different, so they just dissolve. They don't, like, stay preserved like humans mm. and other larger <clears throat> members of bones. So if we all have an adaptation of this kind of dragon, maybe mm. it's some kind of, like, lizard thing that actually, you know, and then when it died, we didn't have any proof of it because it was, you know... The bones were too it, lightweight yeah. for flying. Yeah, it just reached the... It, Who knows? It, because it you're right. Dunkle. So many different cultures talk about dragons and what is the history of... I'm going to have to start going down a YouTube Google hole after this. For sure. I think we'll I think we'll, we'll finish it up here. Yeah. If, if we want. Dragons. But for real, though. Let's like, Google some dragons. That, Let's watch some videos. That's history of dragons. We should. Sorry. Like, yeah, like, I mean, we, we all know that, like, the Eastern culture is, like they look at dragons as something as a boon, you know, it's like dragons are something to do with like fortune and good mm. fortune and wellness and like happiness and out and Western dragons are like, it's a beast. Kill it before it eats our crops. You yeah, know? Like Western dragons is like, they're going to burn everything. Exactly. They breathe fire. Yeah. Do you reckon they actually breathe fire or it was just a myth somehow? It would, maybe these big creatures existed, these big flying birds and the myth was just, you don't want to get near those. They breathe fire. Like, it was just a made-up thing of of the, like, hunters telling the children, and then it just kept carrying on. Who knows, man? I'd say, I'd, I'm steering more towards it's bullshit that they breathe fire. Absolutely. It's but, uh, but at the same time, like, I love, I lo like, uh, I love what humans have created in the past. Like, even if it's bullshit, like, for instance, like, I'm not religious, but, like, I grew up Roman Catholic. Like, not grew up. Like, I think the only time my family ever went to church was, like, maybe a, on a Christmas day every like yeah every like seven years we'd be like oh we're feeling a bit religious this year let's go Joel get up it's 3am <laughs> in the morning get up <laughs> we're all backhand Joel. yeah we'd sit there and just like and I'd just be like bored as fuck and then we'd go home and have a massive feed it'd be sweet yeah. but like I love the pageantry of Catholicism I love the 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 flesh of God is the thing and the wine mm. I love the garments they wear I love the fucking knights. I love the beautiful depictions of Jesus and his in his gory uh, death and the angelic cherubs and mm. I love that shit, dude. It's fucking it's so sick. Like it almost makes you just want to fucking go on a crusade. Mm. Like you you hang out in the Vatican for a day and then some dude will come out and be like, you'll be drunk as fuck, right? You'll <laughs> yeah. be you'll be in Rome on for wine. a month. You'll be you're in Rome on for really a month. bad wine yeah. back in the day. Like, yeah, really. oh, well, let's say modern day, right? Let's oh, say yeah, I'm, okay. let's say I'm in Italy for for three months, right? Yeah, I'm shooting something there. God, God willing, God willing, <laughs> please, yeah, please. And then I, I'm I'm in the Vatican for a couple of months. I'm getting drunk. I'm talking to priests. I actually meet the Pope. I'm like, holy fuck, this is cool, right? 
Because I've seen so, the, the the latest Pope we have at the moment, I think he's Argentinian or something. There was a video of him and like a little kid's crying and like the Pope's like people around and like the Pope's like, this kid has like wants to ask the Pope a question, right? And I mean, like we all know the jokes about like, you know, like, like yeah. molesting yeah, children, yeah, yeah. all that shit. I, I don't know. I don't want to defend this latest Pope, but he seems like a decent bloke, right? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Or I think he's like Argentinian or Spanish or something like, or like South American, something, I don't know, but like. This little kid's crying. You'll see it on YouTube. Millions of views. This kid's crying, and then the Pope's like, needs the kid wants to ask him a question. He's like, and he comes over and he's like whispering Maria, and the kid's like crying and like whispering in his ear, and he's just like, go sit back down. He like gives him a little prayer and sit back down. The kid's like sits back down, like crying and stuff, and he's like, he's got a mic and he's like, it's all translated. He's like, this boy, his father had him baptized. But mm. he didn't believe in God mm. and his father passed away and he wants to know, even though he didn't believe in God, is he in heaven? And uh. then, and then like, and he's like, do you, and he's like, gives him like a real beautiful speech. He's like, your father was good enough to give, have you baptized and stuff. And I don't think God would forget about us, someone like that. And when I watch that shit, dude, like, cause yeah, I love it. It's nice wording. I mean, whether or not God is real, like who gives a fuck? But like, we've got gas. God clouds. is a label, man. It's a label. God is a label like, for a higher power slash energy. I, I, I believe in all this science. For real, and, yeah, but, yeah. But like, when you I'm see not that religious stuff, at all, by the way. For real, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. But when you see that stuff, it's like it almost gives you like a, a comforting purpose, right? Yeah. I, I feel great about it. Like, I'm again not religious, but like when you see that shit, you're like, fuck yeah, and like. Again, I had to be sourced up. I'm drunk, right? I'm, I'm in <laughs> yes. I'm in the Vatican, right? <laughs> yes. I've been there for a couple of months and then out of nowhere, they're like, these people are attacking Christianity. We need to go on a crusade. I'd be like, okay, where are we going? Give me a fucking sword and an a AK-47 with like ACOG scope. Let's do it. They fucking, and this is the cool thing about Catholicism. I'm not sure Christianity is this cool. They anoint the weapons. They bless your weapons, right? They're like, they're like, uh, May God bless and protect this man for his strength will live on and, and saints yet unborn by the abiding honor of our fortress in the Vatican. You know, like, uh, 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 thanks to God in whom we are all like all this cool, like cool sayings and like cool clicky shit. Right. So you're sitting there, right? You're sitting there with a fucking sword in your hand. He's some dude's chunk of metal that you're about to cut people with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some dude's blessing you. Some dude's literally like fucking like glowing you up. Like this is the greatest soldier of God. He is shining bright light. So, dude, when you get into the battlefield, you're just like, I am blessed by fucking God. Let's do it. Let's yeah, fuck. let's do it. And I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. Arrow to the fucking eyeball. Yeah. But I mean, no. All the pageantry of Catholicism, sick, dude. Like. Wine is the blood of Christ and shit. Like fucking, uh, I don't care whose blood it is. I'm drinking it. You know. <laughs> All right, we'll call it there because yeah. I, I don't want to get into our our. I'm just complete opposite to that. I'm just oh, like, what? dude. Well, dude. Well, what about the hospitalers? You don't know. I'm about the, no, dude. Look, no, so I the, don't mean like complete opposite, but I mean like to me, all that shit is just like. Have you seen the invention of lying? The movie Ricky Gervais, of course. Yeah. 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 So uh, to me, that shit is just like. Someone just came up with some bullshit and everyone Dude, loves, look, to, loves to believe it look, because they can't face their own mortality I'm and totally, what happens after I'm, death. And I'm 100% with, with science and, and reality, right? Sorry, okay. What I meant as well by opposite to that is because I just don't see the appeal in, in the whole blessing weapons and stuff because I'm like, if you're, if you're all that 
spiritual and shit like like religion is supposed to be and unifying yeah. you shouldn't be going into battle with a sword like just settle the fuck down let's all yeah, just get yeah. along yeah exactly no no that's dude that's some people might say that's pacifism but dude that's just logic right that's hu- <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. human preservation totally yeah. i guess being an actor i just have a, a wild imagination oh absolutely but um yeah like it's just I don't even know what I'm saying, but yeah, it, it's cool. <laughs> let's call it. Let, let's We've call had it. some fun later. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. We have been drinking the... Um, Prost, Wein, everyone. Prost. Weinstefana Original. Let's double it. Helles. Double the cheers. Double the clinky. Double the clinky. <laughs> Thank hey, you, everybody. Go with God. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>